Welcome to the Banana Stand Podcast. We review Season 1, Episode 13 of Arrested Development, Beef Consomme. Job is convinced Marta is cheating on him with Hermano. He just can't figure out who that is. And it's all because of you, front that all. It's Italian for brothers. Now all I gotta do is find this Hermano guy. I'm gonna kill him. Hey, brother. Hey, Busty. Oh, hey, brother. Hey, Buster. Job, there's no need for violence. There never is. I like to think that we're all, you know, intelligent, mature, and um, adults that, that, that can settle their differences whenever they might come to light through words. Yeah, well, I let my fists do the talking. Not this one, because obviously I need it for coin tricks and stuff, but this one, I let it speak for both whoa, of them. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Mom always taught us to curl up in a ball and remain motionless when confronted. Tobias and Lindsay deal with their problems head on. I'm saying every time something starts to go well for you, you blow it. Nothing has ever gone well for me, and you know that. That's my point, you handsome cowboy, Hugh. Oh, great. And now you're mocking me, you selfish country music-loving lady. Hello, maybe. George's arraignment couldn't have gone much worse. Oh, we've got ping. I want to remind you there are no cameras allowed in my courtroom. Conspiracy, not evidence tampering. Wow, I, I, I did not get that page. He flees along with his attorney, Barry Zuckercorn. They'll add 10 years to your All the Bluth boys are fighting for Marta, but she's not impressed with any of them. Marta, Marta. What is wrong with you? I thought you were good people. I thought you were noble. Wait, wait, wait what, about, what about me? I'm sorry, I, I'm not totally sure who you are. Can you believe that? Yeah, lecturing us about family. This is episode 13 of the Banana Stand podcast. We review season one, episode 13, Beef Consomme. It's a continuation of Marta Complex. The Bluths are back to their usual antics. Marta and Michael are forbidden lovers. George Sr. has a hearing everyone forgets about. Tobias works through his being a never nude and maybe isn't George Michael's cousin. That's certainly his hope. Doesn't quite work out that way. Great episode. Tons of um, amazing quotes all throughout, uh, which you heard in the opening. I think my favorite exchange is definitely between Lindsay and Tobias, where she calls him a handsome cowboy as maybe walks into the room. Just a really, really funny episode. Uh, again, I mentioned a sort of a continuation of Marta Complex. Uh, Job's asked Michael to investigate this Hermano fella, only to find out later on that hermano means brother and that michael in fact is hermano and i think the funniest part of all of this and we talked about this in the marta complex episode is that job seems to know how to say brother in every other language but spanish yet he took four years of spanish typical that's funny now michael and marta have talked they want to be together they think it's the right thing to do but they want to tell Job beforehand. They start making out. Uh, there's a lot of reminder of Job in the room, uh, including I know you love the song that Job is singing. The CD is hysterical. That's just a, the fact that they made love to it, I think, makes it that much worse. It really is that much worse. Now, Job's decided he's just not going to take Marta's calls because he thinks she's going to break up with him. He doesn't take the call. She doesn't break up with him. Not a great plan, but it's working for right now. Uh, meanwhile, Job starts to explain to Buster that he wants to fight this Hermano fella, and Buster is the one that explains Hermano is brother, but he thinks uh, it's Tio, 
Marta's brother on El Amor Prohibido. So Job heads on down to confront Tio. Does not go well. You'll recall Tio uh, had performed uh, as Oscar de la Hoya in a movie, and he knocks Job senseless <laughs> with one punch. <laughs> yeah, that was that was incredible. I thought that was a hysterical line, and we were gonna use that as trivia, but we got a little excited with the trivia. We both watched this episode a couple times. It was so funny. We know this episode very well, I think. Yeah, almost <laughs> too well. Now, uh, Michael goes in. He finally tells Job, and Job's like, "Yeah, that's cool. Like, if you told me you were interested in her, I would have told you to go for it." But now, uh, Buster had also fallen in love with Marta. He's hired a mariachi band to serenade his love, and as he's heading down the street to her house, uh, he sees Michael walking in. Uh, they start making out, and the door closes. Uh, so he tells Job that Michael's late to George's arraignment, um, and that's when uh, suddenly Job's not so cool with them being together now that he hears it's actually happening. That turns into a fantastic court fight scene, and Buster has always wanted to be punched in the face. And he's trying to get in on this fight. Uh, when he finally asks if somebody will do it, Michael uh, is a, a, a appearing to oblige when Buster goes to his uh, immediate turtle shell defense. That whole bit was hilarious. I mean, also, going back to the beginning, Michael, you know, everybody forgot about the hearing, including Michael, who was at Marta's, and then with... And then Buster also wasn't there because he had the mariachi for her. And then Michael was actually at Marta's making out with her. So everybody forgot about the hearing but Job. And then George was like, nobody's here. Why did no one come? But Job was there and, of course, was ignored. How about when Michael says to Lucille on the phone, he's like, yeah, I'll be at the hearing tomorrow morning at 9. And she's like, it's today at 4.30. <laughs> um, oh. The Blues definitely have a hard time remembering things that are important to other people. That's definitely uh, a thing for well, them. Well, it doesn't seem like there's any holds on the company cards, so it doesn't <laughs> seem like it really matters to them. Again, first episode, everybody was worried about that and not George being in jail. So let's talk about George's arraignment. Uh, he had never heard all the charges said to him at once. Gets a little overwhelmed, obviously. <laughs> Uh, but Barry gets uh, to the courthouse to see Lucille. Uh, well, first he meets him at the prison to discuss uh, the upcoming arraignment. He tells them they need to uh, just look and be a supportive family for like 10 minutes. Lucille asks if they can get it down to five. And then later Michael says four in the episode. Six. He oh, says six. six and she says no, ten. He goes, oh, we couldn't get that down. Yeah. I mean, everybody's just trying to get this down, which I think is hysterical. They really can't keep it together. And then in the courtroom, it, as we later find out, they didn't stay in there for long. So once Michael walked in, only Lucille yeah. and Job are at the hearing. Barry shows up late, uh, <laughs> says he had another case. Uh, apparently, he was the defendant in that one, though, is the implication he makes when he walks in. He's clearly upset about this Judge Lionel Ping. Um,. Buster then staggers in with the mariachi band. Uh, Michael shows up. Job immediately interrupts the session by starting a fight with Michael. But because of Ping's policy about there not being cameras in the courtroom, we can't see the fight until they come bashing through the court doors. Right. And we miss a lot of the hearing, but it would really be interesting to hear more about his charges 
you know, what we have against him. I mean, we heard some of the charges listed against him. I mean, things are not looking good for George. And then as they're running through the courthouse, uh, Barry says they're going to add 10 years to his sentence if he runs. Yeah. And, and then he says that they can't catch him. George runs right back into lockup. Yeah, that was that was kind of sad. I felt a little bad for him, not going to lie. That just seems to be the way for him at this point. Um, You've got to learn to live alone. Of course, there's the never knew no more as Tobias, frightened inmate number two, finds out he has a shower scene. This is as maybe uh, as as George Michael is asking uh, more about maybe and where she came from. He fights with Lindsay. They have the whole fight about their marriage. Again, great lines in there. Uh, She tells him she's going to help him get over his affliction, which is not recognized here in the States. Now, but maybe, maybe in the future. I think, you know, they're working on the science. And, hey, I mean, this isn't an actual cure, but it's helped one patient. Who knows? So, Lindsay and Tobias, she gets him to take off the shorts and the sock. And uh, for the first time in a long time, they get a little intimate. And then, of course, uh, the next morning, Tobias gets up and uh, comes down to get coffee with all of the blue sitting at the kitchen table. Uh, overcompensate much, maybe uh, he comes out there totally naked. I mean, hey, that's progress. That is the worst kind of progress. Uh, And then, of course, and I got to ask you about our George Michael meter, uh, maybe complains to George Michael about the fact that she really doesn't get any attention. She's completely overlooked. Meanwhile, George Michael is obsessed with this paternity investigation. Uh, Tobias told me he couldn't get Lindsay pregnant, so uh, he's thinking, hey, I got to figure this out. He asked Joe, but he had asked Tobias, didn't get any info, but he went to Lucille, who informed him that the Blue family spent $130,000 in order for Lindsay to get pregnant with maybe. She received her inheritance. An amazing line from Lucille. Uh, maybe, though, does come to terms finally with uh, her crazy family. Uh, talks about how important George Michael and the whole family is, and George Michael then decides he's not going to tell her about the way that she was conceived. So, really, uh, I'm curious. Again, I I know you um, aren't always necessarily the biggest George Michael fan, so where's the meter this week? We're looking at a four. I'll be generous. My, you know, before we watched the episode, I had read through a quick, you know, read through of the episode, and I was like, yeah, this is probably going to be a two. But then I bounced up to a four because, you know, he didn't tell her about how she was conceived. And I, you know, respected that of him. And then he was like, yeah, you know, I am the supportive cousin. And then she said, now I need a boyfriend. So a four. I think that's where we'll go. Could have been worse, but a four is not bad. Now, um, the underlying theme of the last couple episodes was Job not knowing the meaning of the Spanish word hermano, which we are now all will never forget means brother. But funny thing is, the page where Hermano would appear in a Spanish-English dictionary, there's actually a picture of Michael and Job with mustaches. (laughs) Did you see it? It's brilliant. Uh, But on that same page, above Hermano, is the Spanish word hermaphrodita, which translates to hermaphrodite. And there is a picture of Tobias in his (laughs) cut-off shorts. Oh, no. And then underneath that is the Spanish word hermosa, which means beautiful. And there's a picture of Lindsay. 
And then in a little bit of foreshadowing, by the way, underneath Hermosa is the word hielo, which is Spanish for ice and refers to the bounty hunter party planner ice who we're going to meet in season two. So laying some oh, wow. groundwork as they usually do. Uh, this is the second time, of course, where we've been on the set of El Amor Prohibido. So, uh, again, you're, you're starting to see a lot of these underlying jokes. Um, you know, a, a lot of these uh, jokes to get repeated right throughout the entire series. Um, and again, I, I think that's the beauty of this show. And, and really, to me, what makes it so unbelievable Definitely. And I, you know, we were talking about this earlier as well. Um, when, whenever Job is in the kitchen and everybody's talking, he's usually eating some sort of ridiculous snack like raw pasta or later it's Parmesan cheese and mustard, which in the Arrested Development group on Facebook, I saw like a recipe for par Parmesan cheese and yellow mustard on their like cooking Hilarious. page recently. It was hysterical. It made me laugh. You know, running jokes like that are rampant throughout the series and I love it. Did you know this was supposed to be the season finale? I yes. Know so that. when Fox first picked up the show, it was only going to be 13 episodes. You'll notice a lot of the storylines sort of come to resolution, right? The brothers' rivalry over Marta, Tobias and the never nude problem, uh, George Michael with his crush on maybe, and the whole Buster and Lucille situation. So they they the the, the season got extended because they picked it up into right. a full season. That's why there's more episodes, but. Weird because you, again you see in this episode all of those storylines all get tied up, all tidied up and 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 a bow put on them. Um, now you would ask me because you didn't know with beef consomme is, it's a broth like soup. It it takes a really long time to make. It simmers for a really long time. Get it? Um, there's a beef between the brothers. It's been simmering for quite a while. Beef consomme. I like Brilliant. that. That's clever. Uh, one final thing, um, a little bit of a mistake was made during the shooting. When George Michael went to go visit Lucille, he was actually knocking at Lucille 2's door. It's funny because also you really never see George Michael at Lucille's apartment. So funny that the one time he goes that the mistake be that he's going to Lucille 2's door. Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't even know which one it is. I think that's the first time we've actually seen him at Lucille's apartment, if I'm not mistaken, for season one. Yeah. Um, by the way, one more killer line in this episode. Um, I mentioned how George Michael went to a couple of family members to get some information. So uh, when Job walks in, George Michael asks if Lindsay was ever pregnant. And Job says dozens of times. Oh, that's uh, terrible. Yes. I'll I'll let you assume what he's suggesting uh, about what appears to be many failed pregnancies. Uh, again, oh. just an absolutely uh, awesome episode. One I really love. And really, I think anything with a mariachi band in it is pretty awesome in my book. I agree. That was a great episode. I really enjoyed it. So uh, Eden and I killed each other trying to come up with trivia questions and um, didn't really find any that stumped one another. So I think we're going to forego it uh, just this week, unless you can come up with any other trivia right now. I, I really have nothing for you. I mean, because we watched this last night and then we were too tired to record. But, you know, we were sitting there and I realized quickly, like, we both really knew the episode well and that there wasn't a lot of trivia there. 
unfortunately. But, you know, on Facebook, Twitter, if you guys have any cool trivia questions you have for us, we'd love to see it. Challenge us. Let me give you one more. Uh, one oh. more really cool little thing in this episode. There's a note on the refrigerator over Buster's shoulder while him and Job are talking. And it says, I finished the milk. We'll buy more. Signed, George Michael. In oh, reference wow. to always leave a note. And I know that happens in a later episode. That's funny that you say that. And I'm wondering if he wrote that when he was going to Gangies. <laughs> That's so funny. He probably did. <laughs> uh, make sure you check us out. Clovercrestmedia.com backslash the Banana Stand podcast. You can also find our Facebook page. And you can follow us on Twitter at Banana Stand Cast. We're also on Instagram where Eden shares her uh, weekly George Michael meter. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Eden is not a big fan of Michael Sarah. Uh, doesn't like the character of George Michael. She's creeped out that he's super into his cousin, which I understand. I don't know. Maybe it's morals. I don't know. It I mean could be. He's a character. I, it's not I, like he has I, any I, choice. I, at times I relate with him, and I do feel bad for him, but the cousin thing is very weird. And I'm just going to leave it at that. I don't – people say I hate him. That's not true. I dis, I really dislike where his development goes in a couple years. Fair enough. For him, you know? All right. I won't disagree with that. Anyway, uh, that's going to do it for episode 13 of the Banana Stand podcast. For Eden Fritz Aguirre, I am Joe Aguirre. Thank you so much for listening. Please make sure you like, subscribe, and share. <laughs> <laughs>